Hello, welcome to Spoiler Alert. We're back in the lounge room. Karen Wheatley here with you, joined today by Ray Badron. Hey, Karen. Thanks for having me on. I had fun last Tuesday. It was good. It was good for people listening at home. They wouldn't know that we uh, moved it into a different part of the theatre, a giant dwarf, put the big popcorn. So if you don't know, if you're just listening, there's massive popcorn boxes on the set with filled with like real popcorn yeah at the live episodes yeah so or at at here at home everywhere. oh yeah popcorn yeah, everywhere yeah. no but uh at the live episodes and so they were scattered around the audience with bags so it was cool so you know it made it gave it a much more homely feel and was it was free fun. popcorn i enjoyed it i enjoyed it and i thought you know we found some the i, I quite enjoyed the cologne or perfume game yeah um that was great um, testing perfumes of Batman. What a stupid fucking thing that is. Oh, it's so stupid. And the worst part is, though, it was it was gettable. The answer was gettable. Like you could smell <laughs> the differences in the wine. Uh, in the sorry, in the in the perfume. Wine, in the perfume. Uh, in the perfume. To who be is to like who is this person that's old enough to have perfume, but young enough that they want the Batman <laughs> option. <laughs> Who yeah. is this person? It's it's a strange marketplace, isn't it? <laughs> it's an oh point oh 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 one percent of people. It must just things must just get so big, and they're like, "What else can we make it into?" Yeah, you know, like, like can, they we, can just, we make Superman pogo sticks? Like, will that <laughs> they take off? They've just thrown shit at a wall. They're sitting in a, a meeting room, just with a giant table and a whiteboard, and just written up everything that exists. Yeah, and just oh, we'll put a. Batman logo on it and sell it as the Batman one. Yeah, it's they're and iconic. It's really sad that it's like because we didn't. It wasn't that hard for us to find that Batman perfume. But people buy the costumes, so maybe it's like I bought the costume. I may as well Have smell the scent. like the Man of Steel as well. You know, <laughs> like I've gone this far. <laughs> maybe this will give me the superpowers that I've uh, I've wanted. You know? <laughs> Uh, it was super fun. If you haven't listened to it, I recommend going back and listening to that one. The next one is... And why I said wine just then, Not so, I need to explain so I don't sound like a lunatic when I said smelling wine, is because I've, off the back of that, we're just doing some writing for the next one. Yeah. I think we've got a really cool idea for the, the next the Yeah, next there will segment. be wine. Yeah, there will be wine. Yep, there will be wine. There People are some can... good mo- wine movies too uh, as well. Sideways? So. Classic. Bottle Shock? Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen Battle Shock. It's another good one. Which but, one? Um, What's that about? Don't ask me that, Corinne, right? I can't remember it well <laughs> enough. For I, I, was, I wanted to explain it, and as I said Bottle Shock, I was like, oh, you knew I was going to ask. Again. I can't remember who directed it. I'm going to uh, yeah, cut that bit out of the podcast. I'm not doing any editing. No way. <laughs> um, yeah, so that one was fun. Take a listen to that. Uh, the next one is on the 21st of January. We've moved it to a Thursday, Ray. Because we don't want the clash with the cheap ass Tuesday at Movie the cinema. Tickets. No, that's 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 a good point. Thursday's a, a fun night to be out as well, and I, I'm looking forward to the next one. New year, new show. It's gonna be good. So far, we know that um, that movie guy Mark Fennell is going to be joining us. That's exciting. That's exciting. Probably uh, one of the the people in the country with the best movie knowledge. So it's is extraordinary movie knowledge. Yeah. So it's awesome to. Uh, Put out multiple books as well. He's put out books. What's the one he just released? I just saw it. Um, the Planet According to Movies. Yeah, great. And so uh, it'll be so interesting. It tends to come out around Christmas, his books. Yeah, right. Interesting. Yeah. Coincidental, like, you know, just 
because people probably want something to buy something one for Christmas. Yeah. And what especially, a coincidence. Especially like out. for something like movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I, oh, he loves movies. Yeah. <laughs> Tarantino's like, like uh, his film this year is like sort of done in like a traditional way. It's like coming out at Christmas, like, you know, and it's yeah. like, so it's got this Christmassy sort of feel to it. And it's like, yeah. Which is quite nice and stuff like that. What's coming out? is 1st of January, I think. Well, it's already out. He's doing... like Because what they did was they shot uh, the film. And now I don't know too much about it. The Hateful Eight. But they shot the film with... And I, this is quite technical, so I don't know all the tech stuff. But it was like cameras, like 70 millimeter or something like that. It was 70 millimeter cameras. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. And they were the same cameras used. They haven't been used since... I think it was Citizen Kane. I'm pretty right. sure it was Citizen Kane. And when I say they haven't been used... like. These are the actual cameras from Citizen Kane that they used. Right. That they used. So it can't be 70 mil because that's the IMAX, isn't it? No, no. It's, 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 it is. It is. It is. Oh, we should look it up. But it's, it's, I thought it was that. But the tech aside, they were, I'm definitely sure it was the, the, the cameras used for Citizen Kane. I shouldn't have said definitely before I said that when I'm now only about 70% sure. <laughs> <laughs> But I know, I know it was. I might be confusing it for another like uh, older iconic film, but um, yeah, resurrected Ultra Panavision seventy from from Citizen Kane. Um, it says it hasn't been used in fifty years. Sounds like it sounds Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Does sound about that time. Oh, it might have been Lawrence of Arabia. Um, Never mind. Look, this is this is an insignificant detail. Well, it's quite a big detail, actually. No, it's not Citizen Kane. Well, it's not mentioned in this article anyway. Well, it would be it would be possibly Lawrence. Anyway, hasn't been used in fifty years. Used in massive films then, and it's open now in the sense that they because they use that kind of film. How films used to open up was they used to go on the road with the film. Right. Like take the actual film to towns and stuff like that. Ah, and so they're doing that. And they're doing that across America now. So they all go, they do Q&As, they go there, people... And he's trying to bring back like this, which is cool. Like yeah. he's trying to make, like going to the movies an event so people would get dressed up to go and stuff like yeah. that and they'd go to watch this special premiere that's only available at that town. So Yeah, so, that uh, is really cool. Yeah. And then they'll do a wide release on the 1st of January or whatever. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's pretty. I cool. like that sort of bringing back the the fandom of movies. Like I think Star Wars did that a little bit, like because you know, I, not in my lifetime have I seen such an event yeah. as the Star Wars release. Well, it's it's amazing. Like I was just thinking about it today about how um, Jurassic this year two films, like you know, and they talk about how people going to the cinema have declined, mm. and now two films this year have smashed broken the box office record already yeah. so Jurassic Park and now Star Wars well Jurassic Jurassic World got Jurassic it was World. like 207 million on the opening weekend uh, Star Wars has done 514 worldwide so Jurassic World broke the record with 207 Star Wars has more than doubled that yeah in well, the first weekend they've found the perfect formula for a movie at the cinema now like almost you know like when mm. like Avatar was kind of the first one it felt like it was trying to Trying to find a hybrid between what's going to work on a big screen. Yeah, but it wasn't funny. No, it wasn't good. Fi- it wasn't a great film, but it was kind of the first film that utilized a big screen and 3D and like all this new technology, mm. and it still was a film. And then a lot of films after that were like kids' movies that were also in 3D and mm. like 
and movies that are that are suited to the big screen. A lot of like uh, space kind of movies, like Star Wars, for example, but like Interstellar, uh, Inception, like all these big kind of uh, movies that that gross well and Jurassic World, and now it's getting closer. And then something like Star Wars. The um, everything just aligns, you know, like it's popular already. It suits a big screen. It's been a while. There's hype for it, you know, and the, it feels like Hollywood know how to re- make and it a gets remake. five star reviews. Oh, and it's the the it's already been um, uh, picked as like you know a possible Oscar winner, and it's be, it'll be amazed like a you know blockbuster films. I don't know if there's ever been a massive blockbuster film mm. that's won an Oscar like for best picture because it does. And there's no spoilers for it here, but there's you know you laugh if you're getting emotional then you can cry like there's moments where you would be moved by yeah. it it's visually stunning like yeah. it's just beautiful it's exciting and fast-paced in moments in some of the action sequences yeah you know it's mythological and you know it's sort of there's a magic element to it with the force and that sort of thing yeah. and like on top of all of that having it well not having a straight white man as the lead, yeah, is it's just I think it's fantastic, and it appeals to all ages, all genres, really as well. Like it's, mm. and you know, and it's got it's, that family thing of handing down a movie. It's it's yeah, it does like a line in everything to be the highest grossing film. Like it works, you know. Yeah, like so, but like half a billion dollars in one weekend. Yeah. It's pretty insane, and it's insane to like mining. Well, everyone talks about how the cinema's dead, and then this year, two movies have like broken, Mm. and then done it again now. So, imagine making like two hundred fifty million dollars a day. That's what Disney's just done. (laughs) If I ever got funding for a film like like two hundred, it's like oh, let's just not make this and retire. You know, like so much money. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. We could make the film; it could go well, but we could. Retire pretty happily right now. Yeah, <laughs> take the two hundred million. Weekend. Do you think some of that is that everyone saw it on the opening weekend? Do I don't know. Like it, do you think the f- the drop off will be faster than most films? No, no way, no, no way. People no are way, seeing it. No way. It'll times. hang around for ages. It'll hang around for ages. I don't know if you remember when Titanic was on at the cinema. Oh, that went but forever. Like, yeah, it was on there. It was on there for like two years later. It's like, oh, what's yeah. Titanic's still at the cinema. <laughs> I thought that ship sank two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I watched a movie last night and it was awesome. One of my one of my favourite films I've seen this year, but it's like what you say? And you didn't it's called Sicario and it was Sick Ario, that's the name. Um <laughs> but it had like Benicio del Toro, uh Josh Brolin, Emily Blunt. Very good looking cast, actually. Mm. Extremely good looking. I think Benicio del Toro is probably my most uh, attractive actor to me. I think he's just so cool. Mm. But um, yeah, it's a film, and I I, I believe it's a true story about like. It's of, a film. <laughs> it's a, a uh, well, it's a film. Well, yeah, film. Um, I didn't realize at first uh, it was a film, but then about halfway through, I was like, oh, this is a film. <laughs> um, and but it is like. You know, it's kind of like, what do you do with these kind of films now? It's like, it's not like Die Hard, right? But it's kind of like that level of action, right? So it's got a bit of action in it and stuff like that. It's got a bit more, it's a bit more heartfelt, a Mm. bit more of a true story sort of thing, a little bit more political and stuff. But a film like that now, like, you know, I know it didn't, it didn't go to like the big blockbuster cinemas. It like sort of released in a Dendi. It was released in the Dendis or you like your independent theatres. And 
it's not an independent film though. It's kind of in between like an independent mm. film and a blockbuster. And so these kind of movies, like I'm, I don't know how much it made. Like it's a very, very good movie with a very good cast, and I'm sure it must be uh, down for some Oscar nominations and stuff like that. But it's just in the middle ground of not being able to make. I mean, Birdman. Like I, I mean, Birdman sort of was different because it was like so popular, like won so many awards and stuff like that. But films like that. Unless they're like getting massive critical acclaim, they're going to do. It's going to be so tough for them to make money at the box office because yeah. they can't really release anywhere. A nightmare. I but saw um I saw Suffragette last night. And what did you think of that? It's one. It's like it's a film that you're like, oh, I wish that was better. Yeah. I wish that was better. Yeah. Because it's a great story and it was a fantastic cast as well. And who's in it? There was some moments. Uh, Kerry Mulligan. Oh, sorry. Gary Mulligan is in it and Helena Bonham Carter as well Um, and Meryl Streep is in it for about 10 seconds Um, Suffragettes is quite suffering (laughs) is that that how you sign off? sure sure. Um, four sufferings out of five Four sufferings out of five, you would give it. No, no, I was just, I wasn't concentrating well, on my had, numbers. If you have to rate, rate it out of five, what would you do? That's what uh, Mark, that's a Mark Fennell thing, isn't it? Like to, yeah, to, change to rate the it stars. from what it is yep. into something else. Okay, well then Sicario um, would get four Mexican hostages out of five for me. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Suffragette would probably just scrape into three. Three sufferings out of five. Yeah. So Maybe I think two and a half actually. Two and a half. That means it's an average film. That's not. Mm. That's that's not bad. So three is smiling fondly upon it. It's not. It's not. Not not saying it's great, but saying it's enjoyable without being without being excellent. Yeah, maybe suffer. Maybe three then. For, for well, we three. definitely know it's in between two and a half and three. <laughs> <laughs> so we can nut this out a little bit. It's further a later. two point eight seven. Yeah. It's a two point eight seven. I mean, two hundred eighty seven out of a thousand. We can't jump to conclusions that rash at this moment. We've, we've, we know it's 2.5 to 3 and we'll figure it out there, but it's good. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited for the next show, spoiler alert. I think we the show's coming along really well. I'm looking forward to it. Christmas, obviously, so it's not going to be my last time I'll get to see you for a few weeks. But it'll, uh, It's sad. Yeah, it is a bit sad, but, uh, you know, we'll talk and we'll watch some movies over the break, some Christmas movies, maybe Love Actually, you know. Mm. I know that's only... That's probably only on TV. That's once, on right now. Once I think, a week, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> it's actually on. They've actually one of the channel. Channel Seven just turns yeah, into gem. Just turns into love. Actually, twenty four. Love <laughs> yeah. actually twenty four. It's just on. It's like afterwards. So once with Spanish subtitles, once with French t- subtitles. Just no, get, there's no change. It's just again and again and again. Yeah, it's yeah. Just the same thing. <laughs> it's just how you feel about it that changes. You just slowly hate it more and more. Yeah, it's, there's there's some movies that just are on TV all the time, but like there's Christmas movies in guarantee. Like you can guarantee Love Actually will be on every Christmas on one channel. Die Hard is another Christmas movie. What the it's, fuck is Die Hard one of those? Because it happens at Christmas. It's not got anything to do with it, but it's the Christmas party in the thing. Yeah. And then so it's all about like Christmas and then like, yeah. Do you reckon they just throw those sorts of Christmas references in knowing that they're going to get the royalties and the residuals from Maybe. the fact it's going to get screened every year? Maybe, yeah. It's like if they were doing a, tr- uh, a September 11 reenactment, they're like, I like it, but can we make it around Christmas? <laughs> you know, well, it is September 11. Uh, well, you know, how about <laughs> well, we do December, December 11? 11. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, 
There is Elf, Elf, but Elf is purely Christmas. Like that's not a, that's not a. I can't no. think of another movie that's crowbarred Christmas. Well, it's Hateful Eight crowbarring oh, it. No, in. no, no. Home Alone. Home Alone. That's a perfect one. But they've done it so well. You know, they've done it so well because it doesn't have to be Christmassy, but Christmas fits in without without. And they've made it a perfect family Christmas movie. Yeah. You know? Like, did you see um, Macaulay Culkin's Macaulay Culkin's uh, Kevin McAllister video? Yeah. Kevin yeah, McAllister yeah. being the name of the character he played in uh, Home Alone. Yeah. He's... How weird and f- and just fucked up has he become? How many? How many, How much drugs has that guy taken? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because no, yeah. uh, it, it's it's so. If you haven't seen it, look it up on your copy of the internet. There is is he's like in the front seat of like it's back like, seat, back seat. Is he in the back seat of? Uh, no, he's in the front seat. He's the driver of an Uber type thing. No, he was the driver, right? And he gets out and he says, "I can't drive because can you drive? I had too much coke last night with my wife, or yeah. my wife had too much coke." And then he sits in the back, sits in the and back, that, and the other guy's driving, driving around. And, they talk about the movie, yeah, Home Alone, and it's 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 weird. Yeah, his his long hair is he does have has long an age well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is the gentlest possible way of saying that. Yeah, yeah, he has an aged well. But um, his brother, however, he looks like it's the first time he's been outside since Home Alone. Well, I, I sort of looked up like what he'd been doing since then, and I saw. He plays a large part in, I haven't seen this, but the Jim Gaffigan TV show. He's in five episodes as himself. So it'd be tough. Like he wouldn't be, I'm, I'm sure he's looking for that breakout role and he'll probably get something w- weird, you know, something. something. He'll go to horror. <laughs> he'll, he'll do he looks, some washed up. He looks up. the part for horror. Oh, well, no, he'll get go. some part that is written like it'll be like a kind of Birdman part that he'll get, like that'll break him through again. Yep. It'll be some child actor that made it big, that is washed up and trying to make it. That'll be the role. And he'll be like, oh, I'm born to play this. And it's like, yeah, well, we wrote it about you, you idiot. <laughs> 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 you were the biggest child actor there was. But his brother, I can't remember his name. I think it's like Riley McCulkin. But he's in the first episode of... He's got two brothers, they're both actors. And his brother, he's in, um, he's in Fargo season two, and he's right. awesome. He's awesome. He's kind of like... He plays that neurotic, like sort of anxious, sort of um, Macaulay Culkin sort of character that he, that he, what he is. Um, but he does it with a bit less disgustingness. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's one of the weirdest things I've seen in ages. But yeah, Home Alone, that's probably the biggest Christmas movie now that I can think about it. Oh, mm. maybe. Love Actually. Love Actually. Jingle All the Way. Mm. Elf. S- Santa Claus. Tim Allen's Tim Allen's Santa Claus. Home Improvement. Yeah. They've really tried to take over the Christmas. Let's just do Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, Tim Allen. They've got Tim Allen too. Like you got to realize that guy was a convicted drug drug trafficker, like traveling around. Like you know, it's like well, look, you know, you're still traveling around, but this time it's presents. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know his full story. If he went to prison for doing, dr- I think he went to prison, didn't he? And then he came out and then did home. Tim Allen. Yeah, that's. A, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was like a. He was. Tim that, Allen was a drug trafficker. Is that he what went you're to, saying? Oh, look, I don't want to accuse... It sounds like slander if he wasn't. He went to prison for drug-related... <laughs> well, I don't know much about slander, but that seems like exactly it. All right, you're right. I've, I've, I've said a lot of outlandish statements, and I usually do, and this one could get me in trouble if I am incorrect. So let me have a look. <laughs> but yes, that would be the amazing. man from Toy Story, Jungle to Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> and jungle Sa- to Jungle is what he used Santa to do. Santa Claus himself 
was the jungles of Colombia to the concrete jungles. Of okay, LA. here you go. So on October the second, nineteen seventy-eight, Alan was arrested in the Kalamazoo Battle Creek International Airport for possession of over six hundred and fifty grams of cocaine. <laughs> And he pleaded guilty to drug trafficking charges and provided the names of other dealers in exchange for a sentence of three to seven years rather than a possible life imprisonment. Which he served? Uh, yeah, I'm guessing so. And then... Um... Home improvement indeed. <laughs> <laughs> it's so insane, hey? Like, it's so insane. Like what a that. twist of careers. That happened after. That would never happen today. No, it didn't happen after. It happened before. I know, that's what I mean. And then his whole career happened after. Yeah. There's no way. Like, if that got out now, no studio would, would talk to him. Oh, let alone, man. Let alone Pixar. I've got drunk at a stand-up gig and it's taken me months to get back into the comedy <laughs> room again. You know? That's why book me anymore. <laughs> These guys, 650 grams of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear in Santa Quite Claus. the buzz. That's a bit of a spoiler alert for any kids out there. <laughs> Throw your Woody toys in the bin. <laughs> now, originally, Woody was originally used to, to import cocaine to our <laughs> third world countries. All right, you've got to get to a gig. We've got... Um, we'll do some more of these after, after the new year, I think. But um, enjoy Love Actually over Christmas. Enjoy... Uh, cocaine over Christmas, <laughs> if that's what you've chosen to do. Um, we'll be back early in the new year with a, another live episode of Giant Dwarf in Sydney, again on the 21st. I think I said 19th in the live episode, live oh, right. in the moment when I was there. And I just I just said a day. Well. Like, join us on a day. We can put two days worth of previews on a locker screen. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone comes, they'll just... They'll be, they'll know, but no, like just at the beginning of a movie, you never know when it's going to start because even the beginning of like the, the trailers and everything, they look like a movie now, you know, yeah. like even like the logos for the production studios and stuff like that. It's someone going fishing off a cloud and you're like, oh, mm. just, no, oh, no, no. Well, I noticed Disney because everyone was saying, oh, 20th Century Fox titles aren't going to be screening at the start of the new Star Wars, which is weird because they've screened at every other one yeah. as that was the studio. Since it got sold to Disney, they were, you know, what's going to happen at the start? No Disney titles. No mention of Disney. Yeah, right. Disney's nowhere to be mentioned. Yeah, right. And they didn't, they didn't say to the very end. I'm sure at the very end they say it's Disney, but certainly there's no... You know, like the, the Disney yeah. thing with the train or whatever it is and the little fairy going over the castle. Because imagine that at the start of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> the Disney castle. Nothing. It just goes Lucasfilm and then you're in. Um, but yeah, so we will be back on the um, in the new year, 2016. So many good films coming out in January. And it's Oscars season, and we'll hopefully theme a few of the uh, questions and games, games around the Oscars, for the, the January show. Yep. around our predictions. Certainly, will provide for some great meme promotional material. <laughs> yes, definitely. And uh, 88th Academy Awards. Chris Rock hosting. It's going to be good. Uh, so if you want to get a live ticket to the 21st of January, go to giantdwarf.com.au. If you want to keep enjoying these for free, just subscribe and give us a little rating. It always helps. Gives us the bump, shares it around to all your friends. That'll be sweet. Uh, yeah, have a Merry Christmas. Thanks, Ray. Thanks, Card. See you later. Bye.